This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. It's a full set neon painted high gloss episode of Fat Mascara. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. We got a lot going on this episode. We are going to talk about shit millennials like. Mm. Beauty shit, obviously. Um, then is tech neck a thing? Mm. 
And we're going to end with a natural alternative to Latisse. Nice. We also have a sick guest here this week, Bernadette Thompson, nail queen. Let's get into it. Jess, I have some fun news to bring you this week. What you got? Um, do you know the site Influencer? I've heard of it. Can so, you explain it to me? Yeah, so you go on and you can test, you can give reviews for products that you like, test products, get free samples. I think it's where marketers go to like test out a new idea and things, but you get benefits out of it. Oh, that's cool. But they just did a survey of more than 5,000 of their users, millennial women, about their beauty habits, and it was super enlightening. So tell me, what do the people want? Well, maybe you should tell us. Let's see how good of a beauty editor oh, you okay. are. Oh, I like this. Um, so one of the questions was, what is your Desert Island lipstick brand? So we're talking about women, I think it's like 18 to 34. Okay. For lipstick, what do you think it is? Do I get a couple of like choices? Because there's a lot of lipstick brands. Like That's kind of crazy. You get one choice. <laughs> Go. Urban Decay? False. <gasps> oh, that was mean. Um, good guess, though. I think that was like number four or something. But okay. it was MAC Cosmetics. Oh, you know what? I, I, I could see that. I mean, that's all yeah. I wanted when I was like, you know, 19 years old. Yeah, Nyx did well. Kat Von D did well. I think she was number three. I have to say, I, I'm sensing a theme there because Mac, Kat Von D, and Nyx, they all do amazing, like super high pigment colors, and I feel like that's what people want right now. Interesting. They, they too, don't do like really good liquid lipsticks. Yeah, it's interesting to me that they're not like mass drugstore brands. P.S. I had a, re a listener say to that we needed to define what mass was. They didn't know what mass and prestige oh God, was. So when we say mass, we mean. We mean drugstore and Target and that kind of thing, and prestigious like department stores in Sephora. So brings me to the second thing I learned, which is what is the only one mascara brand millennials want? Maybelline. Like, no, it was CoverGirl. <gasps> I suck. You are you're not doing so well. Let's do an easier one. Okay. How about that? Um, what percentage of women put on makeup every day? That's like totally unfair. That's like how many M&Ms are in this like jar? <laughs> okay, fine. It was forty-eight percent. I thought it would be higher. Um, I love that women don't feel the need to wear makeup every day. I think that's great. They, they also ask people about their favorite shades of makeup, not just brands. Okay. So one of them was, what's your favorite nail color? Can you guess what it is? Pink. You're right! Ding, 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 ding! Hallelujah! All right. See, we're not going to take back your beauty editor license. Um, but there were some really interesting stuff in here. So I actually got to the question about what are some of the trends that you've tried? And I was thinking, oh, well, I'll have tried all of these. That's part of the job, right? So face contouring was number one, highlighting, shellac manicures, bold brows, nail art. These are all things people tried. But I kept going down the list, and I got to these things, and I was like, I have no idea what this is. So I figured I'd ask you. Okay. Have you heard of sand art hair? Oh, I have. It's so what? pretty. One percent of one percent of people have tried sand art hair. What the hell is that? It's it's like when you have a lot of different um, like pastel hues in your hair, and it's kind of why ombre. Isn't, why isn't that rainbow hair? There's a girl Hearst who has it because I feel like it's kind of I don't know. I feel like rainbow is a little crude. Sand art is they all kind of melt together. Are it really? Yeah. Like you give it a name and then it's like cooler. Yeah. I f <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was also glitter roots. Oh, love glitter roots. It's still going strong. Oh my god. Microblading, which I think we definitely yeah. have to talk about in a future episode. Yeah, stay tuned, guys. That's the uh, eyebrow trend. 
And I'll leave you with this one. Uh, 2% of people have tried bubble nails. I just learned what that was literally four minutes ago, and I'm horrified. <laughs> bubble nails is like when you build, I knew what that was. That's when you like build up the acrylic to give you like almost like a marble on your tips. That sounds like you need to like see a doctor. <laughs> it's so gross. It kind of looks like it too. Um, but I think the takeaway is that like millennial women are experimenting more than ever with beauty, which is kind of cool. Um, You're still grossed out I'm by like, bubble I, nails. I'm sorry, I need water. <laughs> okay, we're going to redo the survey. We'll do our fat mascara survey, and we'll have some... Oh, yeah, fat mascara survey. And that we'll have some awesome. better questions than that. Jen, I've got a pet peeve. Okay, what? When, like, you walk down the street and everyone is looking down at their phones. Oh, my God. I am that girl. That's how I cracked my screen last time. Oh, that's how I was so it? busy looking down, I tripped, and, like, it was my own damn fault. Sorry, like, on your pet peeve. No, I mean, I'm kind of guilty of it, too, sometimes, but I'm just tired of seeing everyone is always looking down on the subway. Yes. Everywhere, like, at a meetings. dinner party. Meetings. Like Our producer, Britt, right now. It's crazy. Like, no, like, <laughs> like if somebody's looking straight ahead, it's almost like, freak, oh, what's going on? I see your eyes. What's happening? So how does this have anything to do with beauty, okay, though? Okay, here's the scoop. What? Tech neck is a oh. thing now because everyone is constantly in this, like, hideous 45-degree position. And so what is tech neck? Tech neck is getting those little, like, um, necklace lines, as, some, as they used to call it, around the neck, and women are getting them earlier and earlier. Like the horizontal wrinkles. Yes. How yeah, am like, I doing? I'm like stretching my neck right now. Well, you're stretching so I can't see them, but I'll take a peek later. I'm just going to keep my chin up yeah, keep, keep it up. Keep it up. So, so what can we do about it? Well, you can use different creams, they say, but Strivectin, so smart, so ahead of the game, went ahead and they trademarked the name, the, the term tech neck. Oh, I know why they did that. They have a really famous neck cream. I actually, I've written about their neck cream. It's been around for a while, but it's for like a much more mature customer. Yeah, the, the TL Advanced Tightening Neck Cream. Pat Wexler talked about it on the pod a couple weeks ago, too. Anything Pat Wexler's using, like... Well, must be good. Yeah. So they're um, doing a, a lighter one, right? Oh, right, right, right. So it's not as moisturizing, like a more gel formula of it. Oh, for a younger woman. I guess they're seeing more wrinkles in younger women. I'm actually starting because of, like, I think nobody look... But I'm actually noticing more of those lines on my neck. Listeners, you can't see, but move away from the microphone. Jess has, Let me like, see. really serious necklines. Hmm, I don't see that. I see it. I notice it. Um, but I'm starting to pay more attention to that area because I'm looking down more. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started to take that. It's like a I cute just little a product rhyme. idea. What? What if we got those, like, neck things that you get when you're in a car accident? <laughs> And we like fat mascara branded them, and so that people would have to keep their chin up when they were texting. We could solve That's all the wrinkles. That's a great idea. That's nope. a great idea. Yes, okay. nobody steal my idea. If you're not gonna get this trivectin thing right away, um, you can also use. I heard your eye cream yeah. on your neck because eye creams are formulated lighter, and the the eye the skin under your eyes is the same texture as the skin oh, on your neck. so if you have a potent anti-aging ingredient like a peptide or a retinoid or whatever, it's not going to be as strong to irritate your neck. So exactly. use your anti-aging eye cream on your neck. Yeah. So that's like a good tip. It's a good hack. Well, well said. All right, I'm going to try that. And also, we'll just tell everybody to keep their chin up. A pair of Jess, have you ever used one of those lash-enhancing serums? You know, I've been curious about Latisse, 
but I'm afraid. Right, the drug, uh, yeah. the drug version lash enhancer. Yeah. I know it's FDA approved, but I have very sensitive eyes. Yeah, I mean, you're putting a drug right next yeah. to your eye. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know, Latiste, it has um, the Matapros, which is a prostaglandin. I think it was a drug that was used for, I want to say glaucoma. Glaucoma, yeah, and the side effect was their lashes like were like off the hook. Right, so a company patented it, and now you can get longer lashes from it. Interesting fact I learned, though, when I was doing a story on this back in the day, um, before 2007, there were a lot of over-the-counter lash serums that included the same ingredient, and it wasn't yet a drug. So when the company that made Latisse came out... Yeah, I feel like there was a boom around that time yes. of like... Well, you're right. Remember the Jan yeah. Marini one that everybody was into? And then it was like a whole big scandal because the formula changed? It's because this ingredient became a drug and the drug company was like protecting their patent. So they made everybody stop using it over the counter. Oh. So pre-2008 lash enhancers are actually better. Wow. But don't use them because they're probably expired at this point. Anyway, it freaks you out. It freaks a lot of people out. Nobody wants to put a drug on their eyes just to get longer lashes. A side effect is like you can, you think your eye color can change, right? Yeah, especially if you have lighter colored eyes. But I just went to the opening of Credo, which is a new natural store. Um, they have one in San Francisco, but they just opened up one in New York City. And while I was there, I met uh, this couple that launched Plume, which is I think it's the first all-natural lash enhancing serum, but tell me if I'm, you're making a face I, like no, I'm wrong. No. There's others? Yeah, there are definitely others, but, um, but it, tell me why Plume is so fab. Well, no, they had good before and afters, and they're working on their clinicals, and you know how I love a, a, a test study. I know but, you like so that. So it doesn't have any drugs, obviously, and it doesn't have any synthetic ingredients, artificial colors, things like that. So it's even safer than mascara, but yet you're still going to have your lashes grow. Wait, so how does this thing work? Um, you paint it on, sort of like liquid eyeliner, but it's clear. Okay. Twice a day before your mascara and such. It's got aloe and all sorts of herbal goodness in there okay. that conditions and helps your lashes not break. Um, but I haven't tried it yet, but I was thinking... Mm, I see little wheels turning. No, but why don't we have our producer Vicky try it? She'll try anything. As long as it's natural. She loves a natural product, too. It says here, um, you should also take selfies to see progress and because you're gorgeous. I feel like Vicky is probably like putting coconut oil on her eyelashes. Well, she's right gonna now. stop and she's gonna start putting plume on because I said so. And we'll take some pictures and we'll put them on the website and the gram, I think, and we'll see how it does. Awesome, Vicky. We are here with the legendary Bernadette Thompson. Bernadette, you basically invented, for our listeners who are unaware, if you've ever worn nail art, it's because of Bernadette Thompson. Bern, thank you for being here. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for having me. We're so psyched you're here. Bern, take us back. How did you, like, get into nails? How did you start doing them? You want the truth? The truth. Okay. Well, my mom had, like, really natural, long, beautiful nails. And she would always cut them down, and I never understood why. I was very young. So I would take the nails and just ask her to just put them aside for me, and I would put them underneath my nail to extend my own nail. The clippings? Yes, the clippings of her real nails. So as I got older, and I said, Ma, I love nails so much. Why did you always cut your nails off? She said she couldn't hold her joint, so that's why she was always <laughs> cutting them off. But so, it's like a built-in rose cut. <laughs> I don't know. No, she couldn't hold it, so... I mean, I've been loving nails since I was a very, very, very young girl, so. How did you, you know, learn to really do nails? Because there had to be something between that and then doing, you know, 
half all of the R&B world's nails and then high fashion's nails. I did go to school, but I had been doing nails about two or three years before I went to school. So I was doing all my girlfriend's nails. I actually went to full cosmetology school and then I took the additional nail course separately. So I, I would do all my friend's hair. They were all asking me Friday night, Saturday night, please do my hair, I'm going to the party. No one ever invited me, but they all wanted me to do their hair. <laughs> so I put nails on one day just because I was so nice and I couldn't say no. Mm -hmm. But if I had extensions on, at that time, I didn't know how to braid hair with long nails on. So that was my way of saying, absolutely not, I can't do it anymore. Well, I'll just be a manicurist and then I won't have to braid your hair ever again. Exactly. <laughs> and then just, well, of course, then they started all asking me, can you do my nails now? So... But that's how I really started getting into nails. So it was about three years before I actually went to school. And I wanted I went to school because I wanted to know if what I was doing was the right way. Mm. And, and was it? What did no. you learn? Oh, no. <laughs> the nail art, of course. There's no wrong way of doing nail art. If you love it, you like it, whatever, it's it's fine. But, I mean, the integrity of the nail and, and, and you know, the, the cuticles and properly cutting the cuticles and not pushing back the hypernicium too hard or, you know, those kind of things and knowing what hands or feet to touch, you know, those kind of things. That's a whole other thing. But, no, school taught me that and my nail teacher told me, you do horrible nails, Bernadette. The acrylic is too thick. Uh -huh. You file too much. You're not going to be a good manicurist. True story. Wow. But you schooled her? Yeah. I did. I think. <laughs> Where was I your opened, first nail salon? It was in what we call now Ghetto Square, but it was Getty Square in the city of Yonkers. Now, I heard that it was a huge success, obviously because, you know, you knew what you were doing, but also because you had a little something on Fridays called Alizé Fridays. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that? Well, one of my customers, it was like a party. It was literally like a party. And I know that now that I do Vogue and... Big, huge, ginormous celebrities, Gaga and Kim, and, and it's a whole different level of, you know what I mean, like uh -huh. clientele, but <laughs> I have to say, like, those were the best years of my life. I'll never forget, like, being in that salon, like it that, was, was a literally fun party. like a party. Wait, what's Alize Fridays, and why don't we still have this? Alize is like a ghetto. Well, liquor. I know what the drink is. Oh, okay. But was it just like free flowing drinks on a certain day of the week, and come get your nails done? No, one of my customers started that. Joyce, one of my my Spanish girlfriends, Joyce, who still wears dark liner on her lips today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I saw her recently. She brought in a bottle of Alize one night, and she was like, "Everybody, let's just have a drink and let's just celebrate because all our nails look fabulous and we love Bernadette, whatever." I love it. And that just came a tradition. Like it only lasted six months because Mary J. Blige came and swooped me up, and I kind of never went back. Okay, so Mary J. comes and she swoops you, swoops down on your salon, and she like takes you away. What happens? I don't understand. She sent a sixteen. Well, what happened is her sister, who still also lived in Westchester, came in and got her nails done. So she went to her house and she must have said, "Who did your nails in?" Latanya told her, "Bernadette Thompson. You know, Bernadette did my nails." She's like, "Bernadette who? Bernadette Thompson from Yonkers." She's like, oh no, get her down here right now. Your nails were that good that you did. That I guess. That's, that's cool. what they tell me. So you went to her house and. <laughs> she sent a 16 passenger limousine, but that was. I knew Mary. Were you just from, like alone in the limo by yourself? Yes. <laughs> that's a like big, a that's giant an white image. limo. It was so. And I'm. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey Love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be Honey Love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus... 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. 
I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Like, very shy person, actually. And, like, very, even to this day, like, I don't get all dressed I up and I fancy. love this image of you just, like, like riding that. Oh, my God, I'm like... <laughs> so hi it's like me alone in the limo yeah so she sent it and we when i got to the door she was like and i said mary and we like partied and talked and did nails and cried and laughed for three days and, and, and i never went back to the salon yeah. wow so you you know through mary J, you met people like you know puff okay. daddy like his whole crew, like the whole bad boy crew. Did you feel like, holy cow, like I am just like on a rocket? You know, or did you feel like, okay, this was already, this was supposed to happen, like this was my goal? Neither. Um, neither one of those. I think we were all starting at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I remember just me, Faith, Mary, all being in one room in Mary's house and I'm doing nails and we're all laughing and drinking and talking and. And I remember saying, you know, I'm hungry. Let's get something to eat. And, like, none of us had money. Like, we were all Mm -hmm. broke. Like, so we kind of started. So I didn't feel like I was there or getting or on my way to anywhere because Mary was already my friend. We we went to the same elementary school. You all did it together. Right. Right. Kind of. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, when you, like, when when the high fashion world started paying attention to you, what was that transition like? Because that, that was not your crew. That was not my crew. But I don't know. it. Because for me, and I'm always the same. I've always been the same. And when I worked with Gaga for the first time, I was super excited because she was. I was a huge fan of her. Same with Madonna. First time. But very few people get me really excited like that. Yeah. So, like, everybody's the same to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Everybody. Like... The person, I, I, I'll get on the train one day and I'll talk to the person that's sitting right next to me. It could be a bum. It could be, you know, what somebody would consider to be a bum. But, you know, I want to find out why are you here. Like, I'm going to talk to this yeah. person and find out, you know, what's so interesting about this person that maybe no one else would see. But to me, everybody's like that. Do you think I that helped you in fashion? Absolutely. You, I don't think I would still be here if I wasn't that way. You told me a very funny story about how, like, you know, you treated people the same and it was like you were on set and people were trying to get their nails done. Like you weren't like, you know, trying to like figure out who everyone was and like putting people in a hierarchy. And you made a very famous photographer wait to get his nails done. Can you? Steven, I love you today. <laughs> <laughs> that was Steven Mizell, yes. My first job. So my first job in, in advertising was my Louis Vuitton ad. And they wanted some like nails that were different. And so I did these crazy nails to match their limited edition bags. So I attribute like that to being my first job in advertising. But about maybe six months later, 
my first job in editorial world was my friend and good friend still today, Paul Cavaco, who brought me on one of his sets. I think it was Vogue years and years ago. And um, I was doing nails. It was like six models. And I'm just working and doing what I do. And a guy just came over to me and was like, can I have a manicure? And I said to him, I wasn't rude or anything because I'm not a rude person yeah. no matter what. I saw, but I did tell him, you have to wait. I have like <laughs> six models here. You have to wait till I'm done. And when I'm done and if we have time, I'll do your nails. No problem. So he sat there with his hand on his lap for about 30 or 40 minutes. I mean, I was nearly done anyway, but he just sat there and waited. So I was like, okay, I'm done now. Come on, get in my chair or whatever. I said, so what's your name? He said, Steven. Now, I remember reading the call sheet. <laughs> I didn't see his picture, but I did remember the name in the call sheet. I said, oh my God. I said, are you Steven myself? He said, yes. I said, well, I have to do a damn good job on these nails. <laughs> yeah. You told me another great story that's kind of similar, and I, I really want everyone else to hear it. it has to do with a, a certain designer. Ah, what happened? Okay. Well, I was on a Little Kim photo shoot one day, and someone named Mark called my cell phone and said, we want you to come and do the Gucci show in Milan, and the show is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, I had never been to Milan, but obviously I had a passport already, but I'd never been to Milan before. And so I was just a nervous wreck. And I said to Kim, I said, listen, lady, your nails are dry. You don't need me here. I'm leaving. Tom Ford just called me or Tom Ford's office just called me and I have to go. She said, girl, do your thing. Call me and let me know what happens. Okay. Uh-huh. So I left and I got to... I got home, got packed up, go to the airport, missed that flight. So now I'm waiting for the last flight that could possibly get me to Milan on time to do this fashion show. So I'm already stressed out. My first time, get to Milan. I had a handful of Louis Vuitton luggage, okay? Going to the Gucci show, but that Let's was, see. yeah, oh, but, you know, that was like my, like I made it. Like I was able to buy Louis Vuitton luggage. That and the was, world needed to know. The world needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled up in Gucci, not even thinking. I wouldn't even have thought of that. No, I think I just realized that now. Yeah, no, you would have thought of that. That's crazy. um, So some guy walks up to me as soon as I walk into the, uh, because I mean, literally, they were already in hair and makeup. So I just went straight to the hotel. And um, a guy walks up to me and say, hi, are you Bernadette? I say, yes. I said, are you Mark? (laughs) And then I can see Pat McGrath from across the room going, like, literally, I could see her in slow motion going, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then she got over to us. She said, Bernadette, that's Tom. I said, oh, my God, Tom, I am so sorry. I just got off a flight. He said, I don't give a damn what you call me. Can you do 26 girls in two hours? I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to. So I had three Italian assistants that I had never met, never spoke to, didn't know how they did nails or anything. But he wanted a certain style that I always did, like this 50s kind of almond-shaped nail. And he wanted that. Mm -hmm. So I said to these girls, I didn't know them. They didn't know me. They didn't speak English. I said, Mm -hmm. you, put the nail on like this. You, you. Clip the nails. I mean, like literally, like, like miming you. out the motion. Yes, and oh, then no. you file. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did it. We got it done. And he walked up to me at the end of the show and said, "Welcome to the team." <gasps> you proved yourself. I had to. <laughs> oh, that's all right. What a great story. Gonna make a story. movie about that. <laughs> After you made it in the fashion world, you also launched your own line, right? I did. How did that come about? Well, I've been a spokesperson for a lot of brands, mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't even realize that I had been making a lot of colors and f- 
you know, given ideas on formulas for a lot of companies that are out here and have been out here for very, a lot of years. They would just call me all the time and I had a basement in my house full of products. Like I could have a probably an auction or, a, you know, a sale and sell like <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars on all these products. I'm like, well, I know that I have a son and he needs to go to college and <laughs> I don't think Penn State or UPenn is going to accept these MAC lipsticks. So... <laughs> <laughs> Could we do it like a, a trade? <laughs> right. So I think I need to so, either be taken on as a creative director and get paid, or I'm going to have to do my own nail line. So and it was a business true. decision, really. It wasn't it was. like, oh, there's, this is missing for the market. But you... Both. You had... All right. There was a lot of things missing, of course, because now you're bringing me everything and you're saying, this, this is not working. Why? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm on the other end as a manicurist, so I see a lot of the products that I'm using because I don't have my own product. I know what's missing and what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So both of them on both ends, and that's why I created my own line. So what are some of the most unique products from your line? I love your nail polish remover. That is the best product. It is and phenomenal. the world for nail polish in in realm of nail polish removers. It's won a ton I've of awards. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it has. It's great. Oprah loves it. I mean, a number of uh, Bronna Wolf from uh, Harper's Bazaar couldn't stop talking about it. Like it's it's uh, everybody. I love it. It's the best product I have. And your shades are really cool. They're very like you know creamy and bright. You have a very like big range of shades. Mm-hmm. What's it? What's what's one of the most famous? Like what are some top shades? Shirley was the like the best selling color forever. It's like a red, and Shirley is my mother's name, so. It's like a hideous name for nail polish. No. But, and my mother said to me, she's like, what is this? I don't like red. And then she had a red truck. She had a wore red nail polish for years. She was like, I like gold. Why would you name red after Shirley me? too. Fine. Do another one, Mom. Like, but yeah, Shirley was the number one for a long time. A very long time. And it still sells well. But uh, Leap of Faith, which is a, like a sheer pink, does really, really well. Uh, I have one now in green with Envy, which is more like a neon sort of green. A lot of people love, and I don't know why, Solange has it now in her St. Haran store. So uh, we're working on a project together, too. I'm mm. excited about that. And a couple of collabs with a few celebrities. So Very cool. Yeah, I'm excited. You're starting a training program for those who want to be pro artists. Can you just tell us about that quickly? Yes. So the art of becoming a freelance artist, it's more of a class. It's an online class. And maybe I'll do some. I'm very shy, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there and stand up in front of 100,000 people and talk. But uh, I may. But right now it's going to be an online class. And it's really just a train, like a really a, a, a basic training class on how to become an artist in the industry or how to perfect your, your craft and how to... Um, sort of set your path and follow it, how to follow it and not stray and leave, you know, your path or your goal to stay on board. Is it just for manicurists or? Absolutely not. It's manicurists, hairdressers, makeup artists, stylists. It's so necessary. wants to be in the industry. So the career building side of it, not the technical detail. Got it. And so is that on your website? Where could people sign up? It's not on there yet. Uh, it will be on there July 15th. Mm-hmm. The class will be up and running by July 15th. Can people follow you on Twitter or Instagram? Like, where can they get information? Because I just know that people listening to this who are in the beauty world, who are freelance, are going to be hungry for this information. Yes. My Instagram and Twitter tag is at Bernadette Nails. And Facebook is the Bernadette Thompson. Nail you collection. sound like you're wrapping it up. We can't wrap it up. We have to do the spill. Oh my God, of What's course. I mean, you brought this amazing pink clutch. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put we'll put all those on the website, but we just want to see what's inside. Yeah, Burn brought well, this amazing pink clutch. I don't have and a lot of stuff. 
stuff, and I didn't want to fake it and say I that I it. sort of. We had someone once. Yeah, we I want was the sure it was real style, right? We want the oh real yeah. Style. So look, I have a Mont Blanc pen that I love. She's holding up a big I love, pen. but this is my big pen. It's a fine point, and I have to say, I love it. Bird right. is keeping it real. I love I'm it. I'm keeping it real. She is not trying to BS us. I got hand cream. Her burn hand cream. I it's have, not called, what is it called? The hand cream. Let's, let's Nick Tuck. Oh, she's she's like used almost all of it, so she really mm-hmm. likes it. I, I she's using her own stuff. Amazing. Okay, Bernadette handed in the cuticle cream. What's Gotta that keep this tube there? This is my little Mac lip balm. Her lip conditioner. She's using that too. My tampon. Nice. Need those. <laughs> right. Latex. Gotta keep it. This is like neat. a lip gloss that is. Oh, this is Mac. This is my Mac lip gloss. Okay. I got a couple of a bottles nice juicy of juicy red with spiced tea. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh! Oh my gosh! Her garage door opener. That's these, a key fob. What are those? These fell from on Biggie's birthday. They did the tribute to Biggie's birthday, and these fell from the ceiling. Oh. This is Biggie confetti. It is, and oh. it meant so much to me because I loved him. Because you so just much. went, you were, you did all of the nails for I the did Bad Boy all reunion. The girls nails. I feel like you're a little magpie because it has that this texture and silver. Like you love a good, like a texture. I could do something with it. Yeah. Maybe I'll do some yeah. face nails for the next date, oh, which is July first. Yeah. Oh, and it has good memories. Got a lighter That's in cool. here. This is great. I have one eyelash. <laughs> I think I pulled it off in a car when I was parking in the garage. You know that home. was a good night when I, there's just like one eyelash sitting I in the bottom of the bag. She's like, she has a USB. What's on the USB? I want to know what's on the USB. Where do you see a USB? Look. Oh. <laughs> Secrets. I know. This is like, and then some neon polishes from MAC and, and your top coat, it looks like. What's yeah, this is not really? MAC, That's my dad. It's Bernard Thompson. Oh, I was, I was looking behind. Sorry. I love this one. By the way, Ooh, I had this bottle friend. first, like six years before oh, MAC right. changed theirs. The MAC bottles are very recent. Yeah, they I were square. This. Interesting. Good spill. I know. This that. is like, I think this might be my favorite spill. Really? Just because it's like it's real, real, and I love the confetti, the confetti and the tampon and the eyelash. <laughs> Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on Fat You're Mascara. You're welcome. Thank you for Thanks, having sir. me. <laughs> it's time for raise a wand. Raise a wand. Raise a wand. Um, red lipstick is a recurring theme on this podcast. Will I or won't I embrace it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Daniel Martin has definitely like nudged me in that direction. Sir, Sir Look John, at me leaning forward. I'm getting Sir, so Sir John excited. has definitely um, pushed me in that direction as well. I have a summer red lipstick. Ooh. Poppy King came by the Cosmo offices. She is the founder of Lipstick Queen and was like, you need to be wearing red lipstick. And she told me about an existing one called Eden. It's a sheer red She's oh, called a, a snow white sheer red, and it actually has little Jeez. tiny green sparkles. I know that sounds what? cuckoo. Little green sparkles in it that just give it added dimension. So it's like a corally red almost. It's like a corally red. This is beautiful. So you've it's been like wearing a, it? It's beautiful, yeah. And um, it's, it's creamy and translucent and fabulous, and it looks good on so many people. Nice. Yeah, um, what are you raising a wand to this week? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that is glamorous. A gold lash curler. This is from a new line that I'm sort of loving called Lash Star Beauty by makeup artist Tracy Murphy. I love the name of the brand, Lash Star. Yeah, she says she wants to be the Anastasia for lashes. So There isn't one right now, so she's carved out right. a great niche. So I always have issues with lash curlers because I think they pinch too much and I get that like bend in my lashes, so they're not curled. They're like L-shaped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when people do that. So um, I've been looking and looking 
can this her lash curler it it like has a stiffer like motion to it so you don't squeeze as hard so you're just giving a gentle curl not like a bend and it's a it's a really good shape for like an almond shaped eye Ooh. Um, plus I think it's like coated in gold or something it's still under 30 bucks but it, it but there's like some gold involved which is kind of fabulous and it looks great in your kit or your yeah. bathroom so lash star beauty very cool we mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode so I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. 